You're going to wear those glasses? I like the glasses. I'm seeing things that uh, I can read the screen. Really? Yeah. What? My vision has gone terrible. I've seen your phone. Yeah, the font is like and I, a I rec- jitterbug. I recently uh, made mine larger as well. Oh, mine's huge. Uh, we're talking about phone font. font. Well, that's, who isn't right now? Okay. That's the I mean, that's what's on I the mean, news, right? I mean, come on. I mean, that's what everybody's into right now. There's nothing uh, else going. The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of of the Caliendo crew. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. I have this thing happen too that I will be focusing on something and then all of a sudden I'm going to call it the screen for lack of a better term but my eyes will just lose focus for a second and then do you think I'm dying? Parkinson's. Do you think that's what it is? I think that's what that is. That's what Ozzy has. You gotta be careful with that. You start seeing that screen dance around. I'm fucking oh, die. Man, I, you know, it couldn't be any worse than what's going on in the world right now. <laughs> what is weather? You didn't hear? No, I'm not. You haven't heard? Well, Scott, have you thing? heard about this? It's not in Indiana. Corona 19. Is it? No, I still wanted to talk about this vision thing. I got a big theory on that. <laughs> you what? Do? I do. Theory. No, go. Well, go ahead. Okay. Okay, you guys are in your 40s. Did Uh-oh. you ever, ever wear glasses before that? I had LASIK when I was 38. Okay, well, just stay out of it. Then. I had incredible This is vision. my theory. But my, my vision yeah. is horrible after 40. It starts going back. Yeah, no, no, I, I, hold on, Scott. I, I prided I, myself on my vision. That was my thing. Sure. Uh, I had 2015. I told people I think I had I think I told people I had 2012, but I believe I had 2015. I just wanted to be like Ted Williams, and I could read the- Baseball numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could read the serial number oh, yeah. on the ball. Amazing. Um, and- <laughs> But I, I had great vision. And in the last year, yeah. I'd heard it was going to go away earlier, but in the last year, I, just, I can't read signs anymore. Yeah, that was when I knew. I, was, I used to think I had 20-20 vision, and I'm driving along looking for an address, and I'm like, I can't see a single street sign. Something's wrong. And then I got the LASIK, and my doctor was, like, depressed. And he said to me, he goes, you're 38, two years, none of this is going to matter anyway. I'm like no kidding, and he's got my eye propped open, clockwork orange style. <laughs> he's about to cut the the lens off, and he goes, "In two years, your vision just goes straight down the tubes. Forty's the limit." And then while he's talking to me, my eye goes black. And he goes, "You ever been to India?" I'm like no, and he goes, uh, "You travel?" And I'm like, "I've been around, but I've never been to India." And he goes, "Well, if you love poverty and misery, I highly recommend it." <laughs> Starts chop my eye open. And I'm like, "I'm gonna die in this chair." It's like Doctor Jav- or what was that? Uh, the the marathon man dentist. It was this weird right. moment. It was horrible. I, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna patch you together with a goat or something. It's the island of Doctor Moreau. Look at this guy. Look at him. Give me a little guy who plays the piano. Give me a little guy. Big new eyes. I had goat eyes. So what's your what's your theory, Scott? Okay, so I read this somewhere that in England there's at least a brand of uh, reading glasses called forty twos because that's the age that most people start to lose their vision. And my theory is that God created this to happen to keep people in their relationships and it's, <laughs> and it's and it's why i will not let my wife get lasik surgery because i do not need her coming home with 2020 vision yeah. looking at me and going well, what the hell happened yeah. to you because my <laughs> wife has got some kind of uh benjamin buttons thing happening where she gets better looking every year 
and I fall apart and she puts no effort in anything now because I cannot do as well as her. Or I can't does even she? come close. Maybe your vision's just getting worse. Uh, I put on my, my readers and I think oh, I can see. I put on my readers. So I look down at her. So I look down at her and go, parts of her look great. Yes. Parts of her are blurry. So. <laughs> my wife just keeps I getting blurrier as I age. Yeah. I, I like think that. we've covered everything today. That's it. That's I don't think there's much more to talk about. Scott hasn't made any uh, great plans or trips since Scott's new travel agency is folded. Okay, I do. I, oh, look, it means nothing in compared to what's happened in the world, but I'm still angry about my trip. <laughs> and here's the thing that angered me. Uh, Thursday, I spent 25 minutes talking to the Green Hornet dude, and then the next day, you guys are talking to freaking Kevin Pollack. And having a great and, time. Oh, my God. It was so good. Thanks. And I think it was your dream, Frank, of th- that's what it is. You push me out. Every week, you get a different impressionist. The three great impressionists, kind of like the three tenors. Oh, see, I did wow. not think you were going to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. You, it, well, oh, yeah, yeah. We do, I, do leak these out to the public. Uh, he may follow you. Yeah, I was I – was, uh, <laughs> I didn't know you, you'd realized you're being replaced by Kevin oh, Pollack. Yeah. yeah, that's reasonable. That's like your wife coming home with Jason Momoa. In the world of comedy, if Kevin Pollack takes Scott Long's place, he has to go. I can't be mad at that. You know my Jason Momoa story, right? No. Oh, you don't? No. So his private plane broke down in Arizona. He's getting. He was working on a motorcycle with his family. Everybody looks the same. Like the You can family. tell that the kids, they, they have the goatees, boy and girl, and tridents. <laughs> They have the tridents and they are and, they all mermen. Uh, they they are <laughs> using their telepathic powers. And I'm thinking when we're going up on this plane, uh, I'm like, if we could fly over water, we are safe yeah. because using his telepathic powers, Aquaman summons a whale, and then the water would flow through the bolt right. blowhole and keep us afloat in the air. Um, so he gets on the plane and he keeps looking at me. He just keeps looking at me like, Ugh. like, yeah. like he. I'm thinking maybe he recognizes mm. me from television. No. It turns out he's a pretty big sports fan too. So, ah. But he keeps he keeps looking at me and I never know what is going on. I, I don't know if <laughs> yeah. I never know if somebody's you know, thinks I went to high school with them or yeah. is their gym coach. Or they just don't know why you're there. Uh, you're out of place. Yeah, yeah, like they're I, giving you the, what are you Well, Jason here? Momoa is completely out of place because he's in the airport and people are like, dude thinks he's Jason Momoa. <laughs> Nobody Turns it. around, it's Jason Momoa. <laughs> and you could tell just by his voice, which was, ugh. That was, that was, oh, you just look around grunting. Monosyllabic You know what's Jason weird? Momoa. Not even. Jason Momoa, he, he's from Iowa. He grew up. He was born in Hawaii, but he grew up like right by where I grew up. It's so strange. Like he must have just stood out. He always stands out. But I mean, to be in Iowa and be like the only guy from Hawaii until um, Obama showed up and won that, uh, you know, caucus that one time. <laughs> it was the only two. I mean, it's it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. It, 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 uh, Khal Drago. Yeah. I mean, it kind that of fits sounds in. to me like a. Uh, a Scott Long vacation from Hawaii to Iowa. <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. 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 Scott Long's Hawaii Hawaii. trips. You've won on all vacation or all week's vacation in Iowa. You leave Hawaii at 7 p.m. <laughs> and it smells like poop. Land in Des Moines. All right. So here's so he's he's on the plane. He keeps looking at me. At, at least I think he's looking at me, but I'm pretty sure he was. And uh, we get on the plane, and people are just taking pictures of him nonstop, just picture after picture after picture of him, and nobody's saying anything. So I, I, I don't care. 
I, I'm, it's first class. I'm sitting in the front row. I kind of sneak up to get a picture of him just to send to Juliet. Right. He catches me taking the pictures. Hey, none of that shit. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. I, I was like, oh, he caught me. Because I tried to take the first picture. I kind of missed him. <laughs> and in the second one, I have him grabbing for the camera for my, from a, for my <laughs> right. phone. And then the flight attendant comes over to me, and she's like, you're going to erase that, right? Ooh. And I was like, oh, God, yes, yeah. Like, I just buckled. Like, oh, God. I just, yeah, I'm not going to. And I wanted to say, I've been on TV, too. I've been on. Why didn't you? I, I, I would have. I, I've I, never been in that situation where I could throw that. But, I mean, wouldn't you figure, I mean, wouldn't you go to that? And haven't you gone to that? In I had full conversations trouble? in my head. Yeah. Of what I you should have done. Uh, what I should. I am stand. Frank TV. Damn it! <laughs> yes, I was. No, that, I am. Oh, two seasons. <laughs> Writer's strike shortened. <laughs> it could work. So he um, he does that, and later I I he's we're getting off the plane, or I think it was getting off the plane. I go, I apologize. I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. He's like, Ugh. that's I got that from him. And uh, but on the way out, I I grabbed the phone because I was going to do uh, speak for yourself, yeah, and uh, and cowherd I think, and I was going to do that, and I'm on the phone like, yeah, I'll be over at the Fox Studio, <laughs> screaming it, yeah, very loudly, good, I like pathetic, yeah, I'm on my way over the Fox lot on Pico, correct, <laughs> Pico, car picking me, no cars picking <laughs> right, me, up. no car picking me up, good, yeah, have the sign ready for. Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. Just as a joke for him, he's on the plane as well. Two celebrities. He never recognized? I don't think so. Oh, boy. No, I, I think he thought I was paparazzi. Like, he couldn't place me, and he thought I was... Because other people were taking pictures. Well, why not the 5'6 yeah. uh, yeah, chubby guy? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, I have a similar story. I was on an America West flight to Los Angeles once and made fun of Mark Singer, who was the Beastmaster... Yeah. And me, and my friend were, me and my friend were making fun of him about three rows back, and then a stewardess came up and said, gentlemen, um, I have something for you. And I'm like, uh-oh. And he handed a, or a, she handed a napkin to my friend Colin, and it said, thanks, guys. Mark Singer, the Beastmaster, he heard everything we were doing, and we were oh, ripping good. him for a good 45 minutes. <laughs> I mean, shredding. <laughs> I, had, I had another one that a uh, guy didn't recognize me at first, but it was a Burbank flight. And it was Clancy Brown. Oh yeah, I love Clancy Brown. Yes, and he, Shawshank, the guard in yeah. Shawshank, the, ter- the toughest said, screw in Shawshank. Yeah, and I go, I say, I look, look him up, and I go, "Is this you?" And he goes, uh, "Yeah." They uh, all do that to you. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Were you like Jason Momoa?" <laughs> and then I said, uh, "Well, that's when he realized <laughs> this was got to." Yeah, I did. Oh. I go, and that's when he realized this wasn't going as well as he planned. And he looked at me like, "What?" Well, I go, "Well." I, I do impression. He go, and he kind of recognized yeah. me. And from there, you're rich little. <laughs> you're little rich little. <laughs> little rich little. little, rich, little. Rich, little. <laughs> rich little. L-R-L. L apostrophe I-L. You're rich little. How has that never been discussed That's gotta before? That's got to be a thing. Little rich little. Oh, He's a tiny one. We should have Jose animate a tiny little guy that walks across the map. <laughs> does some like, you know, I, I did not know that. I did not know. Oh, it's little rich little, everybody. <laughs> I did not know that. I just that's ah, no, I just, ah, that's what I just sucked in with some of the left. No, it wasn't. I don't trust. There it. was a terrible smell in here. We think it was a toilet that backed up or something in the. Po- you just you did Good. spray it. Oh, of course I sprayed it. You were coughing. 
I have to. I'm protecting the realm. I All have right. no concern over anyone else's health but my own right now. Do you see the guy? There's a Facebook thing where the guy's at a Starbucks just spraying yeah. himself constantly. Did you see Michael Rappaport? <laughs> I used to do that. I did that in front of Bob Saget once, and he nearly tackled me because I had like a thing, and I'm like, "Don't worry about it. I'm good." And I just hosed myself off. And he goes, "My God, man!" And he grabs. He goes, "What are you doing? You're going to kill yourself." I'm like, "I've got pneumonia or something. I'm trying to keep you safe." I put Purell on my head at the grocery or at the drugstore, and a lady told me it was poison. I'm like, well, they wouldn't sell it to people. Just, well, it can't go below your wrists or you're going to die. Yeah, it's <laughs> weird. Stupid. People have lost their minds. It's just alcohol and aloe vera. Yeah, that's I it. Think, you can make right? it at home. Right. Or drink it. Michelle went to Target today, and they had toilet paper. <gasps> so she put a bunch of it in the cart and then started calling all of us to come help her buy it. Because oh, you could only, only buy two. one at a time. Oh. I think it was one at a time. Yeah. So I'm like, don't ever do this to me again. <laughs> you did go? No. Because I took Juliet and her mom. So you've made, um, Scott, have you so guys stupid. Have you guys made panic purchases? Salehi, have you? It's interesting to see. Like, he did, young, yeah. You went person. to right no, before. I, I told you that it wasn't in a panic. It was simply <clears throat> because I realized that it was literally the day before like people started really panicking. It was on last Tuesday, and I, was, I just saw Europe. People were taking toilet paper off the shelves. I was like... I might as well just get an extra thing of toilet paper simply I because I think everybody else is going to That's take the it. problem. I'm not getting it for the panic. I get it because yeah. you can't get it. I anymore. don't understand how much toilet yeah. paper people think they need. Yeah. I bought I bought a 12 pack at Safeway today, 23 bucks. Well, you got You found it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. They're off a guy. And then and then there was a guy, yeah. there was a kid like trying to get three or four cuz his mom was telling him and she, he grabs him, and the lady's like, two per customer. <laughs> he dropped two and then took off. But how much? Thing. I mean, don't you have a shower? I mean, if all things went south, can't you just wash yourself? Yeah, exactly. What but is I the like, I got to get something for now. But there's also the no reason. It's not like it's perishable. So they'll keep coming. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I have no clue what the toilet paper run is. I don't get it. I, it I, this stuff doesn't even cause diarrhea. It has to be. It uh, can. There are. Okay, but just it's a not the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a mean thing. It has to be the fact that people are maybe concerned of the fact of them being quarantined or kept into their home so they can't go out and get more toilet Yeah, that's paper. what it is. So they're like stocking up like as if the How much do you Here, go through? If you go through 24 rolls of toilet paper, you should have gone to the doctor way before this thing started. Or they're not just, use, or they're just not using it only for bathroom. They're what else do you it. use it for? I don't know. There's lots of things. Now, you can use. <laughs> go, go ahead. Tell me what that is. Tell me. Uh, are you looking up people? Uh, Jade. Yours. Jade. Okay. Well, you, okay. For, for wiping off your belly after yeah. a nice <laughs> horn tug. Okay. Well, that's one. Yeah. What else? I guess that's it. You don't need a lot of toilet paper for that. That's true. Depends and, and on who you are. Yeah, that's true. It's a <laughs> true, good point. Maybe true. Salehi's a fire fireball. I hadn't got in Peter Northen today. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, uh, <laughs> just subtle. Uh, toilet paper is terrible for that, by the way. Oh, uh, for toilet wiping paper up? sticks and yeah. I Jesus. mean, you use a paper towel or you use a regular towel. Christ. You know, you use the blue smurf behind you. Whatever you need to bring. Have some pride. Stephen Ops, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> Succumb to such a situation. Smurf you, Scott Long. Yeah, succumber. <laughs> I succumbed all over myself, and I don't. And the toilet paper didn't have some pride and take a shower if you've got that big a problem. Is that yeah. a problem? Well, I'm just saying, if you're covered in toilet paper dabbins, like you just <laughs> dabbing, <laughs> yeah, like you just dabbing. shaved too hard. Bill Bilbo dabbing yeah, got some dabbins on me. Got some toilet Billy. paper squishins. I don't understand. Billy. I mean that reference to the Hobbit. <laughs> I mean the Hobbit with the TP, the TP Hobbit. I don't get it. 
<laughs> I don't get what's going on with the toilet paper, man. I don't get it. I went at one in the morning last night to the grocery store because my theory was they're going to be restocking some. Sure. And maybe some of the stuff I need. I don't. I do not want to sit in a line for 30 minutes. Once again, it is not because I am scared of being around a bunch of people. What it, it I'm I hate waiting in line. I don't like going to the airport. Right. You know, and I can't afford that fancy airline that went under that you guys were dreaming of. And now it doesn't exist. It can't SX exist. Gone? What? No, it's not. No, it has to. Oh, no, no it has to. It's You're making that it. up. Stop it. By the way, since, since, since you said that, under. okay, we go with it on everything except for that. <laughs> the Caliendo cast is now the leading source of misinformation. That's right. On the coronavirus and COVID-19. 19 through 24, through, which there are many of them now. I, I don't know if you knew that. It's it's. It's uh, multiplied. It's in different strains. I'm a COVID-20 guy. <laughs> I only go with even numbers. We round them up. I only go with the highest ones from COVID-24. Garrett Gold. <laughs> Garrett COVID. COVID-21. <laughs> Blackjack. <laughs> yeah, there are six one. different strains now. There is an entire Wikipedia page on misinformation regarding. Well, oh, don't worry about it. We got that. This yeah. is going to be. Yeah, we got you heard. We're going to add a new page to it. <laughs> there are six new strains to it. No, 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 no. They, they just added to that. There they are did? seven new strains. No, are there? There's no seven. And four of them. That was that was the, the that was the blip. Out. The blip was the. That's thing when that. there's a new strain. Eight. Eight. Oh. Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> Do it like the old uh, Jerry Lewis. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when Dean and I started this telethon a long time ago, <laughs> we thought to ourselves, we thought, you know, I hope no one ever gets an illness that really, you know, puts us down for a little while. So it's a long time. I don't the Jerry Lewis. <laughs> oh, it's, it's I'm funny. not done. A little mad dog in there sometimes. Yeah, there was a little mad dog. Mad dog Lewis. Mad dog Lewis. Oh, my God. Let's take is. a look at the timpani. <laughs> Ed? <laughs> anyway, I got... <coughs> Rona. You don't know who this is, do you, Slahey, but that's all right. He'll learn. Oh. I used to love it. My coronavirus. <laughs> I love it. That your uh, that impression blows me away. I, that's so yeah. funny. It's useless. I know, but it's... But I, it, it worked for this. Yeah, yeah, finally. We might get a Slahey note later. <laughs> yeah, we will. So Remember Michelle, when he blew up when he got the kidney? Yeah, oh, yeah, pumpkin. And he turned into a big pumpkin. And nobody, he didn't that announce it before. Weirdest. He didn't warn us. He didn't warn us before the telethon. I got a little. Look, I'm shaped like a juggalwinner this year. And that's, you're just going to have to deal with it for the next 24 hours. But you know what? That's all right. We're not trying to cure me. So I go to Target. <laughs> Michelle got her cart. She's <laughs> got That's all. <laughs> you know, before I ate Ed, right before the telethon started, I ate Ed, I ate Ed McMahon. You, you ate his whole family. I ate the entire family McMahon. <laughs> and one Didn't Val, little rich Did Val Kilmer have the same thing happen? Because they, they, there was only two people I can ever remember that their faces just oh. got Well, he got this twice from prednisone. I remember because I was like, what happened? Like this is like last year's he was on a, a medicine and that's called moon face. Prednisone gives you something called moon face. Also, so does the uh, coronavirus. You got to be careful with that. And uh, it, it turns that and then it just disappears. It's water weight. But Jerry turned into just he looks you a just little, put, put me right on your porch on the 31st of whole, uh, October. He looks a little Shatnery. And yeah, like that. Like Shatner, oh, yeah. like Shatner crossed with a panda. <laughs> it's Kung Fu Shatner. <laughs> Kung Fu Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Kung Fu Shatner, <laughs> Legend of the Kung Fu Me. 
So she's got Michelle's got all these this toilet paper and stuff and wipes and different things and you know they they have cameras everywhere and stuff like that. I'm like, first of all, she's handing the, the the toilet paper out to different members of the family to go check out. I'm like, no, you send the kids with the stuff. It's like yeah. a drug deal. You send the kids as messengers, so we're not all seen. You said kids for drug deals? Yeah, you never heard of that? I didn't know. Well, they do that. Yeah, I didn't know. They, them, not you. Never beneath you. No, I haven't. I've seen it in movies where the kids are the runners because you would never expect them. To. Right. Well, I know uh, kids shot Combo in Breaking Bad, and that's the only time I ever really realized that children were involved in drugs. Oh, well, turns out they're <laughs> usually the masterminds. <laughs> oh, that. We have we kid one kid by the way. They still all have sticks for legs. What's going but on? But I here? so I'm I got you'll never walk. <laughs> Alone. People are looking at me with this toilet paper, and again, uh, I I can't tell. I'm walking to the checkout counter. Jason Momoa's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> no. There was a family just looking at me like, where'd he get that? Like they needed it. Yeah. And I, I, I I'm just getting this so my wife shuts up. Yeah. And uh, so I get, and then I meet up with Juliet and Nana Connie out in the parking lot, pretending I didn't know them for the whole walk out there. <laughs> I, in fact, I, I got back to my car and circled around to pick them up. Is it your only panic buy? Or is there more stuff? I, I, or is I, Michelle going No, out? Michelle's constantly. She's Look, going she's crazy. She does that anyway. Yes. Yeah, this, she's been prepping but for this if it, if it were, If it were based on what products we normally have, we right. normally have a ton of toilet paper and, and, and oh, really? paper towels. Okay. Because she's her big worry, her biggest fear, her anxiety that she you know is on – pills for or Zoloft or whatever is that she's going to have to go to the bathroom somewhere else like out in public. I have a little of that she's got it but she's got it to the point where she will sit down in a store and just stop doing anything like she gets so worried and then she's she's worried she's gonna throw up and then she can't move like a full-on panic attack to the point where she can't because she's trying to choke one back in or she's just worried that it might it, it, she's worried that it might happen and all logic goes away wow doesn't That's the Zoloft ask. constipate you to begin with? I mean, I, I'm thinking that you might be okay. I uh, it angers me listening to your story as a person. <laughs> but believes all the rich are uh, taking all our toilet paper. Yeah, and they already uh, had a stockpile. And, and by the way, this is not fake news. This Uh-oh. is see now it's what I believe. That, uh, there's been a lot of reports that the rich are hoarding the toilet paper, and now Frank gives us the facts. Uh, let me tell you what the else I did. The rich are blatantly going into the Target and doing this. I was in line, and the person in front of me, their stuff went over the bar and started yeah. landing in my stuff. And the uh, cashier missed one of the things, which was a Clorox uh, bleach. Yeah, don't talk and, about that. Keep it. Um, I, I, I said, I'm just buying it. for the. They said, we can't have this, can we? Uh, we can't get two. And the lady's like, no. I said, I'll buy it for you. There you go. And I was just like, here, take it. They they eventually didn't want it, but I ended up buying them something else that was candy in my- It was candy. It was candy. <laughs> it was, <laughs> was uh, chocolate-covered almonds. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but I'm like, I, I, and I, I did say this, Scott. You'll be really happy because I go, the guy goes, you don't have to do that. I go, don't worry. I'm pretty rich. <laughs> I literally I love said, those <laughs> moments. I just said, uh, and they were. It wasn't like they were, uh, uh, you know, a hobo family yeah. or something. Well, was, they were clearly. They took free candy. They're a the, target. No, he didn't want to. So was I. What does that mean? No, I'm saying hobos are not a target. Right? Hobos yeah. would be at the dollar. Jet that. 
<laughs> That's true. With people with just that are that poor kerchief on get a dressed up. They got the hobo pack. No. And the no, no. Pe- people that are poor get dressed up to go to Target, so they feel like they can blend in. Please There's a t- peer pressure going on there. Take the picture of Jerry Lewis out of my face, please. <laughs> you'll never, <laughs> you'll never walk. <laughs> Best thing about the telethon about kids who couldn't walk is that his last song. <laughs> and now it's time. To do a song, and he was always emotional at the end. He Does he have a lozenge? Is that that's the that's the old Martin Short thing? If you if you that's act the like you're sucking, a, you're sucking a, a, a lozenge, and it works. You know, <laughs> and all these little kids here, we've done so much for them. Hold your head high. <laughs> that's Catherine Epper. That's what he started to do. And I went into Billy. <laughs> I went into. You'll never walk. <laughs> Good night, everybody. And the kids are like, what? Alone. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> it's important to pause. Yeah, he the right paused places. on the thing. He did it every time, every year. I love that. Anyway, sorry. Thank you for taking that off the screen. Now I can focus on what we're on the giraffe birthing the giraffe. giraffe. Birth. That's left over from Joey, my son. He's decided he wanted to do a podcast. Did you come up with the idea, or did he? Me. Uh, it's always you. We know it was the idea of uh, flashbacks. Yeah, yeah where, where Joey plays Joey. me and he gets a friend with a bald cap and they play us. <laughs> yeah. Like if we ever want to go, hey, remember that time we were kids? And, and it's just Joey and a kid in a bald cap sitting here doing the same crap. <laughs> Say they, They're filthier than us, but they watched a baby giraffe. Being so Toledo, give your um, your take through the, a, a, pair, a, a non-parental pair of eyes. Well, I, I told John this morning that I learned that 15-year-olds only use four squares of toilet paper. Yeah, what is that? What is the deal going on with there toilet paper? There was a paper? big discussion about that. There was a discussion about throwing up, and then uh, like none of them had ever conceived of seeing a live birth before, either giraffe or human, and we talked about that. So it was just very we? interesting. Well, you were like the, the Boy Scout Well, I was, I was back here and kind of feeding them information. Oh, down. God. So this is awkward, but they were they were surpri- surprisingly good for all yeah. the adults that I have tried to do podcasts with. <laughs> they, they crushed them, destroyed them. Oh, they really did. sweet Jesus. The picture you're putting up now, oh. a lady giving birth in her yard. All this stuff is left over from right. yesterday. I'm and done. thank God. Thank God that that play symbol uh. is in that. Oh, thank that triangle yeah, is exactly. in the spot that it was. Are you seeing this, Scott? <clears throat> You can't no, see the screen. Thank you. Good, thank you. Good lord, it's very. That's table. what you turn on. I've seen your f- porn hub on your phone. Yeah, there's nobody giving birth. It's sexy. Yeah, it's close. Hey, vaginas are meant for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're it ain't viewing? birth. Blech. <laughs> that ain't natural, man. That's uh, there'll be. <laughs> you know, like, like, there'll you be no watched... gambling at Bushwood. <laughs> <laughs> Holberg, have you ever watched one of those videos that was like a sexy porno video where a woman was lactating during the video? Yeah. Because they have those? I, see I will he, tell you. He's been lactated Yeah, on, I had a woman Scott. shoot me once. Really? Okay, here's In what I'm going to tell you. Clown. Maybe, maybe that seems – no guy who's ever seen his wife lactate has ever thought that was sexy no. in Anyway, it wrecks it all. There's nothing hot about that. It's just drip, 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 uh, drip. And it's awful. How about this, Scott? Did you ever witness the pumping? <coughs> all right. That's, yes. Oh that's the gosh. most horrible thing you will ever see I, done to a woman. Yeah, it's just like that's a factory. Not that's, that's not true. I got three videos that'll top it right now. And I'm ready to read them. <laughs> Let's, let's show them, John. <laughs> I mean, this one says, new mom. 
This, Old tricks. This lady has eels in her body. I've seen that. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. Eels? Yeah. I Remember that one, Rich? Yeah. Yeah, eels. Like a load of little tiny minnow fish eels that are inside this Japanese girl. And then yeah. another girl uh, pours a bowl of Lucky Charms in it. What? Hey, you asked. I don't, I don't think I did. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. Somebody said, it, here's, what's the worst it, thing that can happen in a video? And you said lactating. And I said, au contraire, mon frère. You're not pulling that up. Please don't pull that up. <laughs> Eel. Put that away. Oh, no, that's eagles. I Those s- are eagles. Ugh. In a woman. Yeah, no, that's so, yeah, it's gross. My Gallagher story, this is this'll fit. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm at I'm at Zany's in uh Chicago and I am featuring for a also young Doug Stanhope. Wow. And uh, it was a pretty good show, but no one knew who either one of us so were. So many people have passed Scott by. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, no. I thought about doing a podcast of that, of all of my opening acts that are big stars. So we're, we're doing this show, and the guy, his name was Martin. You remember him, Frank? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, Martin. 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 Who ran downtown Chicago. Right. And so somehow the mic wasn't working. It was a 6 o'clock. They did a 6 o'clock show on Saturday. And uh, right before, he's like, you guys are going to just have to do it without the mic. And we're like, well, okay. So uh, Gallagher shows right up before the show starts because he was at the Star Theater like 30 miles away and he had some free time. So he comes in and Martin doesn't know who he was and charges him a cover, which was great. <laughs> and, and Gallagher, who's you know a massive dick, goes, well, 30... 30- He's like, $15, this must be quite a comedy show. He looks around at the 40 people in the audience. So then he goes in the back of the room and starts telling the waitresses on how to do their job. Oh. Okay. He's that guy. He tells everybody how to do their job. Then he's like, where are the comedians? And they, they point to me. Uh, and I'm, he comes up. He's like, hey, got a couple jokes uh, you probably want to use. Jeez. And I'm like, what? I'm like. I'm like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I got a couple jokes for it. I'm like, well, listen, Mr. Gallagher, I, I, <laughs> Mr. Gallagher. I don't, I was about 28. I'm like, I, I, I don't do other people's material, but I, if you watch my show and then think they would fit, then tell me, he's like, Hey, if you don't like them, then just don't ask for it. And I'm like, Hey, you were my favorite comedian when I was 12. So this hurts. <laughs> that was my back. So, and the, so then um, here's what happens. The opening act is up there. And Gallagher's heckling the kid because he's not he's he's got no mic. Jim Rule, remember oh. Jim Rule? Oh yeah, Frank, a Native the, American comic. Yeah, that did impressions. Yeah. A Native American guy who did Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. Oh, that was good. Okay, so <laughs> I get up. There. Scott tells stories like eighth graders who make them up. <laughs> I know, but they're true. That's just great. No, wait, no wait, and then um, uh, and then he started to heckle an Indian who did Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a professional anyway. storyteller. Oh, wait, no, there's more. Given birth. <laughs> I get up. Some guy in the audience starts heckling me after about 10 minutes. And I'm like, look, dude, I don't even realize it's six o'clock. There's daylight outside. I don't have a mic. I don't need. I got Gallagher in the back. I don't need Gallagher too giving me shit. <laughs> and uh, everyone in the back, especially the bartender who couldn't stand Gallagher is laughing her ass off. She looked kind of like Angie Everhart, to be oh, honest, truthfully. And uh, he gets up and leaves. 
And I walked Gallagher, and the only bummer was Stanhope had a bit about uh, a chick at Okinawa who was spitting out <laughs> ping pong balls out of her snatch like a Gallagher concert. God. And he didn't get to hear it. So that's how we all got all to hear that. with the eels. It did, it, did, it did fit the final. It did fit. Last Thank line. you, Frank. That's a like good those, story. It fit like those eels. And Man, I, that was like the worst Uber ride ever, but we got there. <laughs> I was scared the whole time. Like this guy's driving scared. like a maniac. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, no, here we are. We're here. We made it. Yeah. I can only do a, Gallag- a Leo Gallagher impression. Well, the other thing I didn't know was is he was suing his brother at the time. Yeah. He was mad at Gallagher. So he was too. really hot about the Gallagher too. Other Gallagher. Ron. Yeah. I met his where, manager where too, by time, the way. Toledo? Hold on one second. 38 minutes. I've got three more stories of Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> Just enough time. How are we doing about, on time? Don't about you, 34 minutes. Don't you do your other podcast? Couldn't that be <laughs> yeah. things that... No. Hey, and, I think you're um, taking the whole telephone thing a little too seriously. We don't have that kind of time. Hey, Holmberg, do you ever on huh? your radio show go... Hey, Toledo, how much time do we have right in the middle of this no, he bad story that you're time. not enjoying it? He does Like it you're not enjoying constantly. it? That's... Play spots. He just holds up, he holds up a card that says spots. That's usually when the stories are over. Which always Who's a guest makes that him go long. Yeah, I don't know why I even do it. Yeah, that's true. Who's a famous guest that you've done that with? Oh, Pauly Shore. Okay. Pauly He's Shore. always the answer. Pauly Shore is always the answer to what it comes back. That's like... <laughs> Every time I'm That's a third time. Spatula. Spatula, bro. His code word was spatula to get the guy to try to make him leave the room, and the guy didn't pick it up. So out of nowhere in the middle of the show, he's going, spatula, spatula, spatula. I'm like, God, this guy's <laughs> annoying. And, I, and so I just kind of fed it, and I kept trying to dig it. He hates me, and I'm, I don't know that I'm – he is afraid of me, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. So Scott, I just Scott to, took us down a road. Yeah, and, and I want to get back. I want to go home. Uh, yeah, with the smell. <laughs> I'm just going to click my heels for a minute. You almost didn't come here tonight because of allergies. Yeah, I was I was sweeping up some grass in the front yard that I cut yesterday, and uh, I'm like, ooh, I feel a little weak. I saw it when you get. You look better now. Yeah, I feel all right. And I started to feel weird, and I sat down on the couch, and I looked at oh. Megan, and I'm like, uh, I don't want to say, oh. but uh, I'm not feeling up to snuff. Oh, no. <laughs> that was immediate. Her reaction, it's like she's trying to play it cool because I've been playing it pretty cool. But I am toying with her like an Etch-a-Sketch right now because she, she, yesterday she goes, maybe we should go get some toilet paper. I'm like, we're two people. We've got like 20 rolls. We're good. I don't know. What if we run out of food? We'll eat the dog. We'll eat the oh, dog. no. <laughs> and then she's calm and we're watching TV and then I'll act like I read something on my phone. I'm like, oh, boy. <sighs> what is it? We need to plant a garden. <laughs> Why? We need a garden. Food's a crisis yeah, garden. Crisis garden. Well, well, we can do it in the back dog run. Like it'll bring coyotes. They'll eat the dog. <laughs> She's in a full like domino, and I'm like, we're good. Don't worry. Now, what people don't know about me is that I have a person who lives in my basement. Yes. Named yes. Baxter. His name mm-hmm. is actually Rob Baxter. I went to high school with him. He's a couple years older than me. But he lives. Oh, he in, is. Yeah. He looks terrible. He looks like he's my grandpa. Yes. <laughs> oh my. He God. looks like Rodney Dangerfield after he died. Today. Hey, I like tell if, you. if you dug him up. <laughs> hey, I tell you. I, I, I'm half alive right now. Yeah. yeah I'm a corpse, Rodney Dangerfield. I live in a basement. Yeah. Frank, I'm hungry. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> you have to feed him. 
You have to go downstairs. <laughs> you have to go like, just throw food down in the basement. <laughs> like they would feed, like the, the Fratellis. The Fratellis would feed sloth. <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> Baby Ruth. One of the funniest, I don't know why we're on a tangent today, but one of the funniest things you ever did in, in my lifetime with you was one of our first times together in a car. And uh, I took, we went to dinner and then we're driving back and for no reason at all, Frank was, you were tired. And I was taking you back to wherever you were going, and you started going, yeah, we should probably go get some young girls. <laughs> what are you doing? You started to do the creepiest Rodney Dangerfield thing oh, I don't even know of all time, and I'm crying <laughs> down the freeway. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I think maybe we should pull over. <laughs> what are you and doing? And it sounds like your trip. I know. It was the creepiest version. All right, so Baxter, who Sorry. lives in my basement, we are all over the place. Today. Sorry, it's your fault. It's incredibly entertaining. Yeah. So, the hardest I've ever laughed was no! in the Stop it. I'm Frank. No, no, listen. No. Oh, hey, tell I'm a story, in the Scott. Seat. It's your turn. It's real quick. No, it and isn't. Frank, we're, we're in Boston. It's impossible. Area. We're back in the Uber. And, yeah. and yeah. Gallagher's and, there. Oh, no, we got the same Uber driver. <laughs> Shit. Frank is telling, he's Morgan Freeman, but talking about his niece that he had an inappropriate relationship <laughs> with. It. This is a thing. <laughs> And he spent 30 minutes, and I was, I mean, tears. Yeah, I, was I can't even remember some so, of the stuff I said, but it was oh, all it was awful. Just, oh, it was awful and so funny. You know, one I, time uh, I was driving with one of the sick kids. <laughs> <laughs> Please. They're very easy to catch. <laughs> anyway, he tried to get away. Three steps later, he's mine again. <laughs> Go ahead. You're, I think Baxter all, lives. Baxter we lives. all have COVID-19. <laughs> Baxter, Baxter lives in my base basement. He is the crisis guy. Oh no! Like he he hoards all sorts of essentials and weapons. <laughs> he's he's Randy Quaid. Would you? <laughs> he is in Independence Day. Yeah, he's he's basically Randy Quaid mixed with Rodney Dangerfield. It's uh, in, yeah. Wow. And is it would which you- both have Chevy Chase in them, right? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, Caddyshack, Caddyshack and-, and Fletch. No, wait, uh, a Vacation. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Shitter's Fault. Yeah. Great quote. One of American cinema history. <laughs> <laughs> Where wow. did Baxter grow up? Waukesha, Wisconsin, right outside of Milwaukee. Oh, so 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 actually in the same town. Yeah, yeah. He was. We went to the same high school as me. But he oh, basically works for me and does all the stuff that Michelle starts and doesn't finish. Right. So. <laughs> She'll oh, start dear a God, my brain just took that somewhere awful. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when they realized <laughs> John was as evil as his history. I think I'm done here, Frank. Yeah, that's where I step in. <laughs> Open wide, big boy. <laughs> who brought the eels? <laughs> hey, who wants cereal? I got a whole bowl here. No to put the milk. <laughs> By the way, where'd that milk come from? Yeah, huh? That's not milk at all, is it? Yeah. Hey. I've seen those videos. That's natural milk. Hey. Wait a second. What's with all this <laughs> sticky toilet paper? Did you ever read the thing about Rodney that he uh he used to save stuff in Tupperware and give it to his wife and freeze it? For it's gonna be worth a lot of money someday. <laughs> and he'd fart in a Tupperware and he'd yeah, somebody will buy that. Put it in the Toledo can back me up on this. This is a real put it in thing. The tupper. And put it in the Tupper. There's another one. <laughs> tupper that. And he'd give it to his wife, and she'd stuff it in this freezer of Rodney. Remember? Didn't Jim Brewer tell us that? No, he was laughing at it. Oh, he was laughing. That's right. He was in- and he'd blow his nose. <laughs> Someday that's going to be worth a fortune. And he'd stuff it in the freezer. <laughs> and I don't know if they ever tried to sell it or not. Tupper All that. I know is that anybody who just started listening to us 
after the Kevin Pollack interview, <laughs> like, get another yeah. guest. Get another impressionist guest. It's a weird show tonight because it's a weird show. You're going to blame this all on me. Thanks. It is. Scott I know. That's already been blamed. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a sports a podcast. There's no sports. Salehi's here for I'm, facts and figures. That's what I've been thinking about is we're going to get to the sports, but I, I, I want to go through a couple of the Kevin oh. Pollock things because we had oh. some of our biggest downloads ever in the last couple episodes because of Adam Ray. We had three episodes last week. That's probably part of it, too. Wow. The, the Adam Ray episode, which blew the, the numbers out of the out of the park it was crazy with the madden porn stuff and yeah. then the coronavirus talk uh people are really into hearing more about that but i i think they like that we don't go into the doom and gloom of it and just kind of every sports shows have no idea what to do right no now. and nobody's no. doing what i think is like interesting and i kind of felt it this morning on the radio shows nobody's doing the furrowed eyebrows look around like everyone is in society like all the shows feel like they have to say and do all the right things yes and and what really what people are resonating to is the i don't get it either like it would be refreshing if wolf blitzer going i don't know what's going on right you know or, or some somebody authoritative that still is is the like take his glasses off and just say i have no clue what to say our this president does every time he gets <laughs> you know what though he's had a couple press conferences that have kind of been like not bad like for him. They're, they're, well, Always because for him. it's more, it doesn't feel rehearsed. And at yeah. the first time ever, somebody's told him, hey, this is kind of serious. And he seems to be taking it that way. I mean, we've got the mad king in charge. There's no this doubt. This is very, very bad. It's incredibly very bad. <laughs> like when he yeah, does that I stuff, love when he, he doesn't have adverb. extra words. The he, thing he said yeah. today that was uh, awesome was like, we're all going to come out of it great. So great. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was totally unnecessary. Did you see uh, his announcement saying that? He doesn't want people to congregate in groups of more than 10, and he's on a stage with at least 15 to 20 people. And just yeah. People, yeah. People, Shaking people, hands, yeah. kissing babies. Yeah, somebody How about this? The Democrat debate, which I watched. Um, <laughs> it was, the best part was they did not have a, a studio audience. Yeah. that was Because they actually talked. Better. Yeah. Way better. Nobody yeah. was playing to the crowd. They were six feet apart, but Jake Tapper and the other two moderators Foot and a half. right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like hugging. Yeah, let's cram these. Because they're together. young. Because they're young. Is that what it yeah. is? The young. Yeah, the two old men got, I mean, they should be 30 feet apart. Biden's two old guys. teeth. That's a good point. Do not stay in his mouth. No, they move around. They're doing their own thing. <laughs> they yeah. might run for vice president. They might. <laughs> if they're female. <laughs> female. You got to have female teeth. All right, so the, back to this. The other part was uh, Kevin Pollack, that interview. Uh, you did listen to it, Scott? Uh, the Pollock, I listened for about 10 minutes, and I'm like, this is the end of me. And I couldn't <laughs> listen any longer. We're not, it wasn't an it, audition. It was so good. No, it was so good. It was just like, you know, and I used to listen to Kevin. Did you bring up Kevin Pollock's old podcast that he did? He did. Because it was one of the first. Yeah, talk It was one of the first. It was like before. No, and it wasn't called Talk and Walkin'. Walk it was talk, like a, yeah, talk and Walkin'. It was Kevin Pollock show. It's a chat it was, show. Well, he did a chat did a, show, yeah. and he did Talk yeah. and Walkin', where he just uh, did it as Christopher Walken. Christopher Here's Walken. the fun uh, thing about that. I've done a ton know. of interviews on the radio in years and years. You guys have all been, you've both been part of the other end of interviews. Uh, the best ones that I've, I've ever been a part of, like Kevin Pollack said, that's, a top, that's up there, was that you don't ever have to talk about his past. We didn't bring up anything like, so tell us about blah, blah. And there was right. nothing about that. He was so great. And it was him. He made the interview great. And if you listen to yeah. it, if you, if you have a chance, I mean, I literally, if, if you don't know Kevin Pollack, I know Soleil didn't really know him that well. No. It's one of those things. You know of him, you just don't realize right. him because yes. it everywhere. sells him. 
as just like, man, I want to know more about that guy. My wife is a, knows Kevin Pollock. She's listened. She goes, it made me love that guy. He's he was he's great. lovable, a yeah. great storyteller, and bad news, great. Scott. He's offered to call in all the time. Yeah, he <laughs> likes it. He <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I'm fucked. Oh God! <laughs> Never yeah. before have I felt so much like Gallagher. <laughs> I should leave. I, I should bow no, out. I might as well just. I might as well just go and try to get the coronavirus now, uh, just so I can leave my family something because I lost like. Uh, after that last podcast where I'm like, yeah, it doesn't seem like where I'm at. Anybody's losing their jobs like you, Frank. I lost everything. I yeah. mean, I am. I got. I am panhandling, uh, six feet away from people, hoping that they will be able to throw me money. <laughs> yeah. Because I am in that straits. I lost everything. I mean, just. I lo- like, I've lost everything. it all. Everything's just started going away. Even the stuff that the agent said wasn't going away. I'm like, it's going away. Yeesh. Yeah. Um, it's so with you and the radio, your contract. They uh, can you talk about this? Yeah. They. There's nothing they can get out of it, you know. You know, force I, majeure, or you just. I not even... don't know that the lawyer and I, when we went over it, ever anticipated this. Right. So I'm sure there's some language in there where, if it got real bad, that we'd go to court over things. Right. But I don't. I don't have a relationship like that with the company. Right. You have. You have. I've never seen anything like the relationship you've had. Yeah, it's with ownership on this group and your the last the previous group. Yeah. It's just I've just been lucky enough to have people who like me and let me do what i do and uh trust me so yeah the contract is great um i don't know what they're gonna do i honestly don't i i, I well, everything's gonna come back it's just gonna be oh no with that t- yeah. i don't know if we're gonna work anymore i mean half the building is not allowed in it anymore uh we're which doing, we're doing make, the show which alone. sets a precedent precedent yeah that the president president sets a president <laughs> and i said not, not so fast <laughs> i said that every day still me <laughs> for now we're gonna shut you up yeah, I just it does. It sets the precedent to say that the company admitted that's a dangerous situation, and they're still letting half of us in. So we right. are we are the uh, the grunts, the radio grunts. But you know, I, 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 Arizona's talking about going quarantine uh, Friday. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw that on my wait. Way. I heard it's Thursday. I heard it happened. Already. I heard it's two we're quarantined. We all have to stay here. Scott has laws. to stay in that little box. The we need a we need time. a little yeah. sound. Your source for coronavirus misinformation, <laughs> the Caliendo cast. We should put that at the beginning. I like that. Can you guys still go to a bar or restaurant? For now. That's going to change yeah, in a couple days. All the Midwest now is there's no bars or restaurants. Uh, this was the end was today. We should but have a beauty they, you can get carry out from them, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, and well, you're going to be the Uber driver. Yeah, we should do uh, take a, while. a oh, beauty yeah. pageant of misinformation. Yeah, we just have the ladies come in, uh, whether they look good Miss, or not. Uh, and, oh, yeah, yeah, misinformation yeah, and tell us something whether or not, and we can't tell if it's true or not. And the best liar. I'll tell you what: the better looking they are, the more I'll just believe. I'll believe whatever everything they say. They say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get within a couple feet of that. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for her, I can stay four feet away and still get it done. <laughs> I was trying to move on. It was gross. We are so all over the place, yeah. uh, which is fine because yeah. it's brilliant. <laughs> you can't say that because mm-hmm. it stops being brilliant immediately. No, all no, right. it didn't stop. It's Ke- Kevin Pollack, by the way, has the same. I, for me, it's a faux ego. For Holmberg, it's his actual ego. Me. <laughs> but Pollack could just say something. He's like, because I'm good. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> and I went to see his act and he was... I had more fun just talking with him. Yeah. We talked politics. He's a he's a very fair, super nice guy. We talked 
all across the board. Yeah. And I felt like you, John, because John is always friends with everybody. Wow. Uh, no, you are. You, you, you may, I'm, I'm the worst. I'm Friendly. socially so awkward and never go to see anybody. But Kevin Pollack is a guy that I, I you want to be best friends with. Worship, but I, I do. Yeah, no, that's I weird. Do. He's got that vibe. Like he's a, but he respects you too, right? Friend? Yeah, yeah. Well, the only I got, we got so many great compliments on that interview, and only one or two people said you cut him, you cut Kevin Pollack off too much, and I was like. But if we don't cut him off, it's hard to hear. It's yeah. I said first of all, it's remote. He's remote, which you have that difficulty every week too. Oh, and also, fuck you. <laughs> hey, uh, can I do my Kevin and Pollock impression on your show? Because I did listen. I think I've got it down. Sure. <sighs> <laughs> what well, we a- tend to cut off guys in little tiny TV cubes. But it is. There's a slight delay from anybody yep. that's remoting in. And the other thing is, if we don't interact. It's just the the person talking. Right. I think the fun, but somebody was like, they liked the interview. The person liked the interview and said it was it was great. But you guys cut him off a little bit too much. But I was thinking, but that's the point of it being us doing the interview. So you, you got to eavesdrop on people talking. That's yeah, basically what it was. And that's what we would do in in real life, yeah. as opposed to just a straight up interview show. And what we've decided is we're going to do those interview shows as themselves sure. from now on not uh, do a tie setup and then tie it into right. something different they're going to be their own little specials unless they suck then we can just delete them yeah don't yeah, they don't even even better don't even come out but yeah. now that you aren't working anymore yeah i got no job i just got a contract and, uh, scott's just doing just got Stop. a contract scott's done. got paper but it's not worth it <laughs> i mean i can anymore. i can it's like money it's my toilet paper my contract i'm hoarding yeah. So Pollock was great, and uh, just as a person and going to see his show, that was a lot of fun as well. I actually brought Lysol to the show, sprayed the microphone, then put my own microphone cozy on my own windscreen, <laughs> and wore batting gloves so I didn't touch my face. And they all thought I was joking. I'm like, no, I'm literally – and then I would spray the the microphone. I let them spray it in between each person. I was like, you don't know where each, of, each other have been. All right, so You're there probably are- really nervous about Stan Chen. I mean, that had to right. Be well, that was the thing is because Stan Chen is Asian, and I was like, who goes yeah. up first? Right. Yeah. What's the name he of the guy the who's going on first? Chen? <laughs> <laughs> so, because they didn't want to be the person spraying the Lysol after the Asian person, because then it just looks like that's the racist right. joke. Although he's doing like all humor about being Asian and bringing up all sorts of non PC stuff, too. Very funny. Um, He's well, he's worked with David Tell a lot. So. Mm, yeah, nicey, nicey. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, "Who's that? it?" Was this other guy Don? I'm like, "Good," because then I'm going to spray. Because I went up right afterward. Because I said to Kevin Pollock, "Why do you have me coming up here? You're going to do a bunch of voices. Yeah. That's weird. Right? I think that's a bad idea." And I ended really low energy uh, <laughs> on purpose. I kind of just just to give him a pop. Uh, just because I knew Stan had to come at, come oh. up after me. I hadn't been on stage for weeks. <laughs> And I was just, I literally, I was just Trump crushing. I was doing coronavirus material that hadn't happened yet. <laughs> I've seen the future. I'm the Tony Romo of COVID nineteen. You know, it's it was just better than that. So it was, <laughs> I was just going sounds, on sounds and on. like I missed a hell of a night. And it was, uh, it was just crushing. And uh, I was doing because I wanted to impress Pollock, and uh, and he had a lot of fun with it too. So. Um, that was all great. Let's get in. There are a couple of sports things that I want to talk there, about. There's, actu- there's actually two uh, breaking news stories that have broken within this podcast. Okay, starting. that's going to be old news tomorrow, but great. Breaking misinformation from Salehi. Well, one is 
Well, you can kind of get instant reaction off of it. Stefan Diggs, after tweeting earlier today that he's looking for a new beginning, he had done it in the past, has been traded to the Buffalo Bills for Mm. a first-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and a sixth-round pick in 2021. And that will not be official until the league year starts. Again, the Cardinals stole his travel agent is Scott Long. Anybody, uh, I'm going from Minneapolis to Buffalo. It's a fresh start. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing fresh there. It's all frozen. It's frozen, frozen fresh. (laughs) The second, I would if I was an if I was another team, I would definitely trade 2021 picks because we're not going to be around. Yeah, everybody will be dead. So trade those out. Twenty twenty two. Who cares? Man, that, it's all about next year, and then we're all going to heaven or hell. What's the other? Uh, what's the other? Wait a second. You're 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 agnostic, aren't you? Aren't you even? Uh... You know what? I'm a deist now. I've moved on. Have you? I believe. I believe. I believe. There's something. I just uh, couldn't tell you if it was Muhammad or Jesus. So you're basically an I don't know. Yeah, I'm more of an I don't yeah, know than atheist. an agnostic. Yeah, John's theory is that goes straight to atheism. Well, atheist is the uh, the uh, no agnostic is really no atheist. Theism is believing. Gnostic is knowing. Yeah, but so agnostic uh, as a deist, is the lack of knowledge. Theist is I, the lack of belief. I as a deist, I believe there Top is that. some reason for things. I <laughs> sure. believe oh there's some kind Started. of plan. I got him off. Oh, no, no, I have a new idea where Scott Log just talks in the background the whole show. <laughs> we just, and we just talk over. <laughs> He's and telling he, full stories. Can we turn his headphones off Absolutely. where he can only yeah, hear himself? And then, and then listen to the first ten weeks this of this is, this show. That's a great and idea. That's what it was. Jim Nance, you throw it down to him. Let's go down. Let's go down to Scott Long and see what he's talking to. <laughs> Just moments ago. Well, let's go down to COVID-19. Let's go down to Scott Long and see if he's still talking. <laughs> hey, and Jesus what is going came on down with and he said you should travel to Iowa. No, Scott's still going Jesus. on. 18. <sighs> COVID-19. What was the other, Salehi? Amari Cooper re-signed with the Dallas Cowboys $100 million over Do- five years. I believe that uh, at some point... We will eventually run out of money. Yeah. <laughs> How? How in the world did he hundred million dollars for that, and he still what? got thirty? He wants to give Dak Prescott. Dak's not done yet, right? That, oh, no. they're gonna so fra- they, they, they franchise, just franchise, but still Dak franchises right. like twenty four. Yeah. So yeah. It, they're going no, to still try to work out. It's thirty one to franchise him. Yeah. They're Where, still gonna try they've got and, no money. They're still going to try to re-sign him long term, but your if, defense is gone. We have yeah. uh, decided uh, to play uh, seven on seven <laughs> from now on at, at Texas high school football. That That's right. Wow. So now we are uh, bringing that to uh, the uh, national football. You're, because you're on your mind, Jerry. No, I, I'm not because there will be uh, much fewer players left <laughs> after this, after yeah. COVID-19. You think we're going to lose a lot of NFL I guys? Think we have already. Oh, my God. Lost quite a few. Wow. Well, well that was a breaking news. <laughs> Many NFL players passed Lots away. of news today on the show. NFL's going to come back. It's going to be so good. Fake so news good. is frank news. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then, of course, earlier today, the big trade that makes no sense at all, Ugh. which was DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson and a couple of picks thrown in fours and twos. And yep. What in the world is Bill O'Brien thinking? I, I, does Colts. anybody have a theory, Scott? The Colts are back in the playoffs now. Oh, they got that was uh, that was all that needed. Uh, no, that made no sense. I mean, None. They, they, how could they? It was amazing that they uh, the, the 
didn't the Cardinals also get a fourth round yeah, draft pick or something? They actually added could, more. They swapped fourth the, rounders and then the Cardinals yeah. get a second rounder. So basically could second the, rounder and hop. Yeah, how could the general manager not just go, yes, yes. He, like, he negotiated a fourth rounder too. That's like just I mean when save well, it for your show. To be clear, they gave up a second round pick. Yeah, the Cardinals, the Cardinals gave up a second rounder and David Johnson for a fourth sec- rounder. Second round, fourth round, yeah. David Johnson for DeAndre oh. Hopkins and a fourth round. But n- and none of it makes sense. The Steelers gave away a huge problem, equal talent last year with Antonio Brown for what a fifth or a third? I don't even remember third round, and everybody thought it was crazy. This is a guy who no trouble whatsoever at all in Houston. I, I, somebody tweeted today. I thought it was great. It's like uh, that Houston finally got the punishment they deserve for the Astros. Because it's the only the only <laughs> thing that make, the only uh, thing that makes sense is that you would trade the, the second best player on your team. I mean, Watson probably has. You were ahead of the Chiefs by twenty four points in the playoffs, and now you're just you're. T- I don't understand this trade at all. And and you've had a history of running backs that stay hurt all the time, and you go and get David Johnson, who's now glass. I don't get this at yeah, all. David Johnson doesn't seem to have any acceleration anymore. He no. doesn't seem to well, he run got, through He got anymore. hurt a lot. Really serious, like ankle, knee, bad stuff that wouldn't heal. And now he goes to the Texans, who, are, who have less of a passing game. I, I, this, this, to me, it's no, the worst it's, trade I've seen in, in maybe ever bad. with one of the best players I've ever watched. So I, I did text uh, Steve Keim, the GM of the Arizona Car. Stop. Save it for your show. <laughs> okay. And it's hilarious, but I'm <laughs> not going to be a part of it. And, uh, and I, I Frankie suit I pulled off today. Whoa! So St. Patty's Day, baby! So I, <laughs> kindly by me. So kicking I ass, texted, kicking me. I don't know what you're doing. So I texted. I'm very uncomfortable. I texted. I'm director of security for the Arizona College. Cut his mic. My name is Barbara Carlson. <laughs> so I, I texted Steve Kime as Gruden. Hey, man. <laughs> I heard you just got DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> you want to trade him? <laughs> <laughs> I got oh, an good. idea. I got an idea. Yeah. We'll work out for both of us. Great trade. <laughs> Give me a call. Love you, man. Oh, and make sure to <laughs> make make sure to keep a proper distance. <laughs> Yeah, that's the weirdest trade I've ever seen. But you, you got to give Kime all the – just tip your cap. Yeah, and I texted him after that. How in like, the world did they pull that off? Yeah, I tweeted that thing, that uh, that Gruden thing out. There was, I tweeted three Gruden things today because I didn't know it was all going to happen. But I did that Gruden thing, and um, people were going, okay, for that. Then I did Gruden with Juliet. We your did daughter. the coronavirus so stuff. Oh. And people – that. I can get like fifty thousand on a you know views on a Gruden thing. When it's Juliet, it becomes hundreds of thousands. Yeah. But then I did a last Gruden thing that's out now, which was just because of the Marcus Mariota uh, yeah. trade. Or was it a sign? It was a signing. So they just signed him. And Who uh, did? I didn't even see that. The Raiders. The, oh, Raiders. the Raiders got married. Like oh, yeah, wow. Marcus Mariota. I tell you what, man, Marcus Mariota, Derek Carr. All we need is Tom Brady for the three quarterback <laughs> formation, man. <laughs> Spider three QB banana. How did you? Sports Illustrated like tweeted it out. So did, <laughs> like all these all? things started sending it out. It's crazy. Hey uh, John, how in the world did you not offer more for DeAndre Hopkins than the Cardinals did? Everybody, oh man, I don't understand what's going on. But what I like to do yeah. is get a trade from somebody else's trade. <laughs> yeah, like you big, like trading inside trades. Like, like the double trade, man. <laughs> Ever do that? Never. You never did that, man. I tried it once. Wait it didn't second. go well. Wait a second. 
Yeah. Are we talking about the same thing right now? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're doing. So is that all the big stuff? Well, so apparently apparently the the reason that (sighs) they were shopping DeAndre Hopkins is because he desperately wanted a new contract. He's only paid $12.5 million a year. But they got... David Johnson, who oh, has yeah. a massive contract. So that's the funniest part is that Maybe they DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> they just did. We'll get him out of here. That guy, David Johnson. Oh, Hopkins is going to the Cardinals, uh, expecting to get a new deal. That's part of the reason why Arizona right. worked. They're expecting to pay him twelve and a half million dollars this year, and they are the Texans are getting David Johnson for eleven and a quarter. Yeah. This year, uh, it's it, that, yeah. That's the toilet paper run of the day. I don't understand it at all. It, none of this adds up to me. None of it. Yeah. I don't get Maybe it. that is what it is. It's just like people are starting to think oddly overall, not just with coronavirus, life. <laughs> just generally. To be it's fair, not their general manager is the one who went for it on fourth down, like up 24 against the most explosive offense in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. So the fact that Bill O'Brien has been allowed to run this football oh, team for this long is insane. We said it on this podcast. I told my friend who's a Chiefs fan when they were down 24 nothing. I'm like, if there's anybody in the league who, who can manage to mess this up, it's the the Texans and their coaching staff, and he's like, "Thanks for the." Because I was just trying to be nice to a Chiefs fan. Yeah. He was down, and he goes, "Man, thanks, but I don't think this one's going to happen." And then, boom, it's it's that fast. Th- this one, he's going to if this backfires, Bill O'Brien's going to be a uh, he's going to be the the rich cotite of his era. This is a terrible decision with a very good football team that's a player or two away from actually being there. And you get Jadavian Clowney away for nothing. Uh, you know, he went and got the Laramie Tunsil thing, or what was that the guy's name? Tunsil, yeah. though. Yeah. You know, yes. that one seemed to make a little sense. That was a good trade. Yeah, and but but it's like two moves last year. Like, what are you doing? Clowney's gone for zero song, and then this thing. It just makes Bill. You think Belichick crazy. looks down and goes, "That's my coaching tree." <laughs> His coaching tree <laughs> is almost a mess. If it wasn't for Vrabel, that right. thing is a disaster. Yeah, because well, Frank, I figured. And- you would have inside information since you know uh, Bruce Arians and Belichick, and now it's supposedly Tom Brady is between those two. Who's it That's, between? Buccaneers it's between the, Buc- the Buccaneers and Patriots. Wait, wait, wait. Why would he go to the Buccaneers? Like, Arians is known for getting quarterbacks, quarterbacks killed. smashed. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm talking about, Daddy. We're going to get this guy. He's been wanting to kill Tom Brady for years, and the only way he can do it is from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting a target on him. <laughs> God's been killing me for years, man. That's what I'm talking about, Daddy. Watch this. <laughs> Make this I, finally take him was... down, Tom Brady. I'm taking him down like Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> like a lion taking down Giselle. Like a li- <laughs> Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't get anything that's going on in football right there. And I, then the I was Calais convinced. Trade and all that, that, all of it was weird. Yeah. All the, of it was the weird. The fact that the Ravens, I, I, yeah. Yeah. No, I was convinced that Brady was going to leave. But now if it's the Bucks and them, and I just think because Bucks of this confident. Of, yeah, but the coronavirus now, now that uh, Kraft has got all that money, because he is not going into any, uh, no, you know, air, you know, Asian massage parlors anymore. He's got to just be loaded with money that there's, you know, he's going to sign <laughs> Tom that Brady. Was, that was that off his that's cash. What he was doing, that forty-five dollars yeah, every other week. Oh my week gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, was totally. draining him. Yeah, I'm there not was a lot of math. weird stuff. But I, they let Jameis Winston go to free agency, so the Bucks are. This is an all-in deal. For you know them. what? Hold on. This podcast. No. Yeah. Is the NFL. Things all going weird today. Yeah, that's very Nothing true. Nothing quite made sense. Did we just trade Scott for we somebody great? Scott? <laughs> for, Kevin for Gallagher. <laughs> You're going to have Gallagher next week. Oh, man. Everybody calm down. Yeah. Everybody calm down. 
Yeah, it's, uh, well, what are you going to do? When more's coming tomorrow. So Thank and God. I mean, it's the only thing that's keeping the sports cycle moving right now. That's the, that's the incredible thing. The NFL is dominating. They're loving it. In their offseason, which, again, goes to your theory, the NFL is in control of all of it. Is in control of coronavirus. That's right. Everything is about their soap opera. Yeah. But Everything. Trump even said it today. He's like, uh, everything's going to be good in August. Yeah. Today. Is that what and he that's said? That's what the NFL said. Yeah. We've got to football. Everybody just calm down. Football starts about August. It'll be great. 17 games. And then, and then Feucci had to come up there, uh, Dr. Feucci, who's the only guy that everyone feels comfortable around. And he's like, I just want to correct yeah. uh, that I'm not saying we are on 15 day, uh, you know, whatever they have these 15 pl- day plans. So uh, I'm not, we're not saying that you, until August we are going to be in lockdown or anything like that. And then Trump's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that's what we might be. That's all I was saying, probably all the way through August. Whatever Vic Carucci said over here. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic job. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? All right, let's run down the Salehi list of stuff. Our 22-year-old faux intern who I met at an airport, which never would have happened now. No, that's true. <laughs> true. That's right. Um, 22 years old, telling us or letting all us the know references he missed. What references? Because of his youthful baby, were over his head because of our age. Go ahead. Mark Singer slash the Beast. The Beastmaster. I knew that one would get you. That's that's a deep reach anyway. Mark Singer was an actor in the 80s. Did a movie called Beastmaster, which was a fantasy film. <laughs> uh, you ever see the movie Footloose? Yes, Sean, the the original with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Okay, his uh, girlfriend was Mark Singer's sister, Lori Singer. Well, that. Happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I, don't quite, I don't quite know how that. Well, that would take it right connect. to Beastmaster. Hey, anyway, hey, there's tests for you. <laughs> what the hell? Somebody is put that? one of those strips on his head. I bet he's about 102, 103. What's your you know, temperature? <laughs> Thank pa- God Pollock you're never not here right now. Yeah. What the Pollock was in those movies. I mean, I was going to say that. It's Do you know Laurie Singer, his sister? She was in Footloose. No, of course. He was the Beastmaster. He did a thing. It was a fantasy movie. He could talk to the animals and control them to fight for him and stuff. Have you ever seen He-Man? <laughs> it was that. He-Man had a foe called Skeletor. When Skeletor had a Beast Man. Mm. And <laughs> it's like Beastmaster. <laughs> it was Ferris Bueller. Yeah, I don't know. But that's who Mark Singer was. All and right. then also Laurie Singer was his sister. <laughs> And they love sewing machines. <laughs> not, what were not, you thinking? Not at all musical. Though. What did that have to do with anything? This is so great being on the other side of the roast for yeah. this segment. What was <laughs> great, though, was that Scott really thought, hang on, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> she's the famous singer of the two. No, she's, she's not. She was in Footloose. That was a huge movie. But it's not Beastmaster. The Beastmaster wasn't. But Beast- hey guys, he was in a hey, loincloth. You know what? Yeah. We got we got to cut Scott loose. Yeah, let him go. Oh. loose. Because he's hanging right now by a noose. Yeah. Jeez. Louise. All right, what was the other one? The other, I almost don't want to say it, but it's just too good. Rodney Dangerfield is the other what? one. What? Uh, he had a... Oh, that just hit me late. Because his sister Thanks was for this lady named me, Gladys. She was in the 40s. She used to sell sewing machines. Gladys Dangerfield. Gladys Dangerfield. But know. we established a few weeks ago that Sean hasn't seen Caddyshack. So that's that's one but thing. But wasn't one of his homework assignments to go watch it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was. But well, yeah. haven't had any time? Now I do. You don't know who Rodney Dangerfield is. No. And you're you never heard. How did you ever know Frank? 
Because of sports. Is that yeah, it? Truth be told, yeah. Because you're not like, do you not like follow tons of comedy and stuff? And his grandpa loves it. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. I don't know. His grandpa's like 48. You've never heard this? Hey, I'll tell you, I got no respect at all, you know? No. Oh, oh I'm getting, I'm getting, man. Yeah, Scott, Scott got bailed out just now, but yeah. Thank you. Scott, do you have You any... should watch Easy Money now, too, and Wally Sparks, just as yeah. punishment. Yes. Natural I... Born Killers. You never watched that one? Oh. That's a college favorite. No? Nope. Man. Dangerfield's homework assignment. Okay. That's Danger- comedy in a jar right Dangerfield there. Dangerfield and Caddyshack are on are on the docket He is tonight. Caddyshack. And that movie has... Uh, he steals... Ted Knight. Yeah, Did you get a free bowl of soup with that hat yeah. or what? Yeah, looks what good on you, though. Soleil's going to hear that, that, watch that movie, and he's going to be like, that's who Ted Knight is. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. I, the Dangerfield he, thing's painful. Because it's weird that when I was 22, I knew comedians that... Were yeah. like twenty years before I was born. How much comedy do you know? You know more sports stuff. Sports is your yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, who's your favorite comedian? And don't say it. I mean, if you don't want me to say it, but honestly, the comedy no, that he, I've he was going to say him. Don't say, me. Don't say oh, okay. Frank. Okay. Who's your favorite? Comedian? Can already tell it isn't. I'm trying to think. I mean, the comedy that I've watched oh, mostly is good. is Netflix like specials. Like those yeah, are the that's comedian. That so I would say like I mean, Kevin Hart was. I, okay. I love Kevin right. Hart. I mean. uh Dave Chappelle is a is a huge. Never heard of him. I don't know these guys at all. Yeah, so it's urban or something. Damn, that's (laughs) what I'm talking about. (laughs) Chappelle, Rodney Dangerfield. How the fuck do you not know who Rodney Dangerfield is? Hey, watch your mouth, kid. Jeez, the bull stuff will never fly. Anything else? Because you've depressed me now. Yeah, no, that's it. I really should have gone Rodney Dangerfield first, and then well, gone yeah, the Beastmaster Beast afterwards. Yeah, that was a good. Well, we hey, I wouldn't I have done Laurie Singer. The if, 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 yeah, yeah, Laurie second. Singer wasn't a Beastmaster, and she mastered my beast. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know her sister from Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be. I'm just happy we took a U-turn and went back to Man, Sky. <laughs> that is the that is the worst. Like everybody out of the way. I'm a doctor. He was so strong. He came roaring through the crowd in his Uber car. I was, and was like, "Watch I was, this!" Yeah, I'm a doctor. Confident, yeah. Doctor Phil. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, what yeah. is the problem here? You're having a heart attack. Well, stop having a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was a great moment, Scott. All right, I'm done. Yeah, we all we got through the smell. We got through everything. Mm. We we zigged and zagged today a little bit much. We'll get back on track in August. <laughs> I don't know about that. Jose has some uh, some new art for, that uh, we're going to be working. The cartoons from uh, John Menti, uh, who will be a guest coming up soon, taking Scott's job as well. <laughs> oh no, you were in here for that. You were in here for that. So that's uh, that's good news that you won't sulk about that. Uh, and uh, Jose Jose Meza creator, Jose Meza underscore creator on the IG, and then Juana Joe podcast. Joe podcast. Scott, your podcast at Lori Singer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's special guest this week. You're uh, gonna bring her in. This might work, which isn't obviously this <laughs> podcast uh, with Pete the Planner, who is a genius on personal finance, and we're going to discuss this, this uh, kind of stuff we should talk about here. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That just looks such That's a, it. We'll be better next week. Strange show. Yeah, sister of the beast master.